the, gospel, the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whenever you bind, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything, anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Homecoming Sunday. Jesus calls forth and gathers us together into a community. And we hear from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus is looking ahead. He's already predicted that he'll go to the cross and be raised. But he's now looking even further. He's looking ahead of that when there'll be a church, when there'll be those who are called in Jesus' name. He assumes community, and indeed in this chapter we hear the word church before there is a church. We have a home. Jesus knows we need a home. We, we have a home where His grace and mercy is and where He is present. But He knows who He's called. He knows you. He knows me. He knew his disciples, and he knew that human nature would still cling to them even after they were baptized and after the Holy Spirit had put into them Christ's own mind and heart, that there'd be two natures still going at it. At the beginning of the chapter, the disciples want to know who's the greatest, and he says, you must be like a child, which in that context means you must be the lowest. He also then talks about what we heard today, where there's going to be problems. We're going to get our toes stepped on. We're going to sin against each other. It's not if, it's when. He wants us to have a home, and He wants us to have a community, but He also is a realist. Jesus knows there's going to be problems. And then throw on top of that, He knows there's an adversary, the devil, who wants to destroy this community and every community where his word is preached. So he knows there's going to be some sheep who go astray, which is the other thing just before this. And he wants us to go out and bring them back in. It's interesting that after our text today, and it's actually the beginning of our um, gospel reading next week, this is Peter's response to what Jesus says. 
he came up to him and said, Lord, how often will my brother or sister sin against me and I forgive them? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say seven times, but 77 times. Jesus, so that we'll have a true home, wants, just like we've been forgiven, forgiveness to be the hallmark of this home, of this community, and He calls us to it. And thanks be to God, He also gives us the Holy Spirit to do that forgiving and that loosing and that letting go. We do have a home, and not one of us make it that way because we're so special and so great. It's because Jesus has given us a promise, and here it is. You can see it right at the end of our gospel reading today. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. That's his promise. You may feel it today. You may not. Doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. I want you to feel it. But it doesn't make it any less true because Jesus has said it so. The one who died and was raised from the dead has said, wherever you are gathered in his name, and we are certainly doing that, he's there. He's right with us right now. That's what makes us a community. That's what gives us a home. You know, we are baptized into this home, into this place, and we need a faith home. We need a place where the word keeps washing over us and giving us faith. It's not a one-time deal, as I've often said. It's an every-week deal. It's an everyday deal. I mean, if we could just take care of our faith like we take care of some of the other things that are so precious to us. And that's what you're doing right here. That's why it's so vital that you come to hear his word, receive the supper. In baptism, you are brought into this home, and he continues to call us home, gathering in his name. And then, did you catch what happens in the community? Jesus says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed. What does binding mean? It means naming sin. That's all. Some people in our world think they're just fine without Jesus. I understand. But at some point, we got to say, no, you're not. I'm not. Doing all the laws and all the rules and regulations and all the shoulds and do's and commands, you still need him. You know, Luther said our problem isn't so much that we're sinners as that we're presumptuous saints. But yeah, we're sinners too. We miss the mark, don't we, in all kinds of ways. And so, he simply says, what I want to be characteristic of my community is I want people to be set free. So cool that the word for forgiveness in Greek is to loose, set free. That's what we do here. We set people free. We give them the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name. And when I think about... um, this community and its grace and mercy, that, that if, at, it's the heart of what we do here. In the Lord's Supper and baptism and the preaching of the Word and worship and Bible studies and community, everything is about loosing people and loosing us from our sin, which then helps us to loose others from theirs. Often in the foundations class, I ask people, 
what do you like about Silverdale Lutheran? What, what brought you here? What, what kept you here? And, and usually we have a mix of longtime members, and, and we often have lots of, uh, you know, new people that are brand new. And, you know, this is the three things that come up every time. Music. They love the music. And yes, Pastor Jonathan, they like the preaching too. Not because of us, but because they're getting the good news, the gospel. You're set free in Christ Jesus. Jesus loves you and forgives you all your sins. You get that here. But then you know what they say? It just felt like home. Feels like home. We've been given a home here. We need a home because, man, life leaves us feeling homeless when it comes to our faith. And we need a home, and that's what God has given us, a home here today where you hear the good news once again, that wherever you're gathered in His name, two or more, He's there, and He's right, right with us as we begin our new program year and celebrate this homecoming Sunday. Keep coming home. Every Sunday is that way, just like Easter. Now, Darlene Britt is long past and in the church triumphant, but the other thing that people who, used to, who came here 10 years or so ago say is, well, this little lady, when I walked in, came up to me, and you know what she often said? I don't think she said this to everybody. She said, welcome home. And her warmth and her graciousness made them feel home, and you're still here because of that. That's the word of Jesus. Think about this picture of a welcome home. This is Sunday. This is Sunday. Not only um, us welcoming you, and, but Jesus welcoming you home. Oh, I hope today you'll take a moment to try and be Darlene Britt to try and be Jesus to someone today. Make them know they're at home in God's grace and love. Amen.